0: Good morning, everybody, is the Jamcast here on Rookie Radio, Real College Radio. Hope everyone's having a great day. It is a Thursday, the 13th, I do believe, and I hope everyone's having a great day. How's everybody this morning?
1: Good. How are you?
2: I'm alive. I'm doing great. You know, we're having a little bit of a late start, but it is finals week, so that's all right. Everybody was
0: sleeping (laughs) in. They had to take their little dogs. I understand responsibilities (laughs) and everything. Mm -hmm. Studying for finals and and whatnot, so... Uh, hopefully, you can take a break from all that and enjoy us for a good 45 minutes and yes. uh, learn about some news happening in the area. Yeah, so. absolutely.
2: Yes. Ah. Morgan, do you want to get us started? Morgan,
0: kick us off. off?
3: <sighs> <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> no, That's my whole mood for my finals week. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like, I guess, <laughs> I guess so. I guess
0: so, we she's can do this. going
2: to preview some Jambar stories that will be published online. Um, they will be published today and tomorrow. All
3: mm-hmm. All right. Um so we have an article by um one of our workshop students, Javon Dodge, and he wrote about um the, dif- the difficulties of finals week and he interviewed a few professors and um asked them their thoughts on like, you know, how students can handle finals week better and like the resources that university provides. Um so I'll be up today if you guys want to check that out. Um we also have um another workshop story um and it's by Emily Isaac, and it's about the um, Teen Angst band. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like a profile about them, um, detailing like how they formed, like all their members, and you know now they're in retirement. Now they stopped doing it because everyone's graduating this year. Yeah, a lot of a lot of members are. Um, but how they started that, and you know their thoughts on that. So cool. that's gonna go up today. Um, we also have one by Muhammad uh, Mujahed. But, um, and it's about the polar plunge, you know, and, you know, um, how people got into the polar plunge and what's the polar plunge. Um, it's pretty much when people take a pledge and they kind of do like charity thing where like, Oh, like you can donate to my polar plunge thing. And they go like jump in a lake. Oh, um and they okay. made,
0: like in the middle of winter. Yeah, in like middle um, winter. Hugh Jackson did that. Yeah. Yeah, he did.
3: yeah, and they do it to like raise money for charity. Fire. Um That's nice. so he did kinda of, like a profile on that that for like the local one. Yeah. And um, you know, what's people's purpose for um you know, doing what they do to raise money for that. Um Josh, what's yeah. been going on with YSU Sports?
1: Yeah, the um women's basketball team is doing like really good right they now. Are on fire. They're they are so- either um, fire. Eight, seven and two or eight and two. Seven and two. I think it's seven and two. I think so, um, and they've won three in a row now. So they're doing really good. It's really cool to see. Um, and one of the things I've noticed, and you know, Brian, I'm sure has noticed as well, is people are actually coming to the game, and you know, to see that so early in the cool, season. are
3: winning now, right? At, well, exactly. Cool to, to be blunt, I mean, like, yeah. exactly.
1: You uh, know, this is a positive trend we we haven't really seen in the best between the ba- two basketball teams over the last couple of years. So. The fact that they're doing really good is awesome to see. Um, I know Sarah Cash and Allison uh, Smolinski are doing awesome, and mm-hmm. Smolinski I think just won Horizon Player of the Week. Player of the Week yeah. last week. Yep. So that's impressive. Awesome. Yeah, awesome.
3: I used to be roommates with her, man. She's really nice. Yeah, I like her. The
0: uh, yeah ba- women's basketball team is playing really well. Guys, not so much. They're uh, they're playing all right. There's glimpses, but they're a very young team. There's glimpses of seeing what they could do, running the ball, playing mm-hmm. fast, and everything.
3: They don't have Cam Morris anymore, do they though? I don't no. think no. so. No, he, well, he, yeah. he was a major last player last year. He was right.
0: Uh yeah, but uh there's a lot of really good players. Yeah. Like Garrett Covington's a really good player. He's like he's younger.
1: Yeah, he's only a sophomore.
0: Yeah, and he's like a leader on the team too. He is he's he he very is. He, good. T- he,
1: um I forget who they lost to in the post game press conference. He was really shaken up. Um it was a close game. I forget who it was, but um yeah, pull up the schedule real quick. But he took the loss pretty hard. He was getting a little emotional, and it's just tough when you're three and eight in the first quarter of the season, and you know you have to keep playing through it. And... Yeah, it
0: was Central Michigan. That was oh, like yeah. the triple yeah. overtime, game. right?
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. So triple overtime. You know they've had a rough start, but yeah, okay. see you what know, Coach Calhoun what... adjustments are made. And
0: one more huge story. I woke up this morning so excited. I heard Mark Wade committed oh yeah oh yeah, yeah From Gerard yeah,
3: Gerard. yeah Mark yes. Wade from, we'll so have to happy. write a big story for those about of that you who, yeah for those of you who don't know who Mark Wade is sure. um he is what position does he, he he he's, he's a Gerard he, he, football quarterback
0: mm-hmm. uh and he took the team to the state championship lost that game I fortunately I had the chance to watch like every single playoff game that Gerard was in he is an amazing talent mm-hmm. uh after the first game I was like he's got to be I got to see him with that Y on his side of his head I can't I can't wait he, it's got to happen um, the way I think it, how it all, like the cookie crumbled, was the their uh, assistant coach and the like the, uh, assi- the offensive coordinator was the quarterback for YSU mm-hmm. back in the '90s when they won all those championships, uh, Crouch or something I think was the last name is mm-hmm. Crouch, um, but I think that's how they got the the way in with them. So, but I'm just really excited about that. I wanted to, t- I just wanted to touch on it because it's fantastic. Why why she
1: needs to start recruiting more local guys, and yeah. that's a
0: uh, that's the way to do it. Best and he's, player in the area. That
1: kid's a winner, man. He he's just impressive. wins. Listen, listen. His stats he racked up this season because we come, you know, yeah. We talk about him all the time at work at the station, and um, it was just unreal, you know. The guy, one game, he couldn't throw the ball straight. So he's like, no, I'm just gonna
0: run it the entire time. So he ran for 300 yards as a quarterback, and also yeah. threw for 100,
1: 110. He had 349 rushing yards and 110 passing wow, yards. That is whoa. unreal. Yeah. And he's Go still Town, all
3: right. Yeah, good I'm for proud. us for grabbing him. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean. right, was next. I, story? Just, I want uh, you know what? No, we'll talk about sports okay. at the end. Okay. okay. The, the main sports: how Rachel's wearing her Steelers hat. Uh, no, you yeah, know what? Wait, I want, want to, to talk us. about it now. Yeah, me too. Okay. Oh, Sit here, well, I was, was re-listening Look, to our, our podcast Ooh. and how. Oh man, you're like, I can't wait. You know, I really hope Oakland doesn't beat us. Oh my now, gosh. Look how the turnt tables, as Michael Scott would say. <laughs> well, Look well, you know what?
2: Like, I wear this hat with, you know, some sadness and grief. Yeah, um, I, st- I stick by my team, but what in the world was that game? <laughs> um, cut I'm brokenhearted. The that, that
3: field goal. That missed he, Charlie,
0: he Charlie Browns <laughs> I himself.
4: I
3: can't. It was,
0: it was, this a, is
1: so great. As a, a kicker, you have one job. Air high your five, foot Josh, from across the table. Morgan yeah. and I don't get these Sundays where the Browns like show a dominant performance and win, and the Steelers blunder up well, and somehow guess what? find it a happened. way
3: to lose. It happened,
1: and I'm so. just you know so you're man. just well, they're mad, they're mad that
3: the Browns are. They could be in the playoffs if you know they're a lot win. of things hey, have listen, to happen. Listen, uh, but they could happen.
1: One thing that needs to happen is please can you guys just lose, lose the, rest to the of Bengals games. one no. time, please, so we can no. go to the postseason.
2: No, please, please can we please go? Let you you guys, guys, us have a trip, wait,
1: Morgan. You guys know, Brent. This is for I'm you here, too. I'm here. Like you know, you guys aren't winning a Super Bowl this year. Please just make one sacrifice, a, one time in the, the last. All right, let me go call <laughs> up my
0: boy Mike sake,
2: Tomlin, and I'll tell him as a tell him, as
0: a sports reporter, sports journalism, sports broadcasting, everything. I think it would be really interesting and pretty awesome if. The Browns go from zero and sixteen to the AFC North oh champion. I
4: would I cry.
1: cry. I got. I would cry. I,
4: I would cry. I
3: think
1: I would cry.
4: i would cry
3: in the streets.
0: I'm kind of on board for it, though. As mm-hmm. a Steelers fan, I'm on board on board for it because there's no. I don't think the Steelers deserve to be in the playoffs. Again. Oh, they're absolutely
2: horrendous. not. They're I horrendous. mean, they have I, New England on Sunday. <laughs> oh, <for laughs> Good real? luck.
4: Oh,
0: Good luck. Oh, beautiful. Yes, um,
1: and New England lost, so they're going to be after New England, not happy.
0: After New England, we play the Saints. And after the Saints, the we bangles. play the Bengals. We
3: need
1: you to lose to the Bengals, please. please. You know just what?
2: Lose to the if bangles. we do, I'm going to go dance in the street in Cleveland with you guys. Listen, oh,
4: I always
3: said right. the day you up. know, knock, you knock on wood. If they do, you please, Laura, please, Laura, let them win the Super Bowl one day. All right, if they win, one step at a time. If <laughs> they win, I don't think Cleveland would be there in the morning. No. You know, Actually, it was already crazy the night the Cavs won. Yeah, but can you imagine well, the people, Browns? Well, people would oh,
0: understand, gosh. Cleveland is a Browns town. No matter what time of year, yeah. like football season could be over, Cavs could be in the playoffs and in like, you know it's like seriously in the playoffs. But the most read and most clicked on th- articles, like in like uh, Cleveland Plain Dealer, are always Brown stories even when they're not playing.
1: Let me say this. I read a stat the other day, and the, the number is exact. I don't know if it's exactly right or whatever, right right, but the Browns are 5 and – what are we, 5, 7, and 1 right now? Yes. So that's the equivalent of the Cavs being like 30 and 48. At like That's the equivalent. I'll take that's it, man. Mediocre, So yeah. could you imagine – I mean, nobody in Cleveland would be that <laughs> excited for the Cavs if they were 30 and 48, but with the Browns, the same equivalency over the same number of games yeah. condensed – it's the same and people are going nuts because it is a football <laughs> town. This year
0: you want you have more wins than you did the last 2 3 yeah 2 3, three. seasons yeah.
1: Yeah. That's Oh my god. Thank I you hate Baker. Thank you Jackson. And thank you Baker. Thank I you, named my Baker. dog after you, man.
2: That dog is bringing luck to your Baker team, Mayfield man. Mayfield is a dog. We have the yeah, rally dog. possum.
1: We got the possum. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we need. We were, uh, real quick, we were walking across campus the other day or whatever, and Rach was saying something about the Steelers or whatever, and Morgan's like, yeah, well, we bring possums to the games, and when we do, we win, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you browns. So do I really ball. talk like that, Josh? Yep. Yeah, you do. I guess. No. Right. <laughs> that's what happens. So.
2: No. No. But you know, all I can say is that was a disgusting game on Sunday for I the disagree. Steelers. For the Steelers, oh the yeah, Steelers you know what? You know not... what, Joshua? I'm gonna get you.
0: The Steelers <laughs> have been wanting
1: Oakland since 1995.
2: I know
3: that's
1: insane. I don't know what it is about Oakland.
2: Ben's that you guys record struggle is with. 0 and 4 in Oakland.
3: Right yeah. we now, we have a sto- we have a story to discuss later about Oakland. Actually, yeah. and the team you guys didn't look the Raiders. Yeah, I yeah. didn't look at that. Yeah, about yeah, we'll get that to that it. I'm we'll going. get to it. But let's move on. We also have um, a story. I know Being po- Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably know what it is. Oh, yeah. It's big news. What
1: is it? Now I want to talk no, about it. No, we will. It. Well, on. On. It's, it's a little
2: teaser, Josh. Yeah, Come
3: Josh. on. Take a, take a deep breath. Yeah. Okay. Calm down. Okay. Sorry, I get fired up when it's we talk. It's such a good tease before. that the
0: people that know better are
3: eager <laughs> um okay so um also there's an article coming up soon about um study abroad opportunities you know and how people have felt when they've done study abroad you know for those of you who are interested and curious about how the um, process goes and you know what it's like over there you know maybe you know a few people who've done study abroad and say hey that looks really cool maybe i can't afford it or something so um this article details how you maybe can afford that and like all the opportunities you are able to have through study abroad
2: and i think one of our jam bar Staffers might be studying abroad this summer. Alyssa, oh. she's talking about studying abroad in Italy. Oh, good for her. So that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. So,
3: um, also, I want to talk to you guys about um, your thoughts on the semester this year, for at least the jam bar, you know, how it went. So, fantastic. I took over in, I'm, you know, Morgan, I took editor in chief <laughs> over in, um, officially in August, and we did change a lot about. Um, the paper. You know, we had a meeting about this, you know, where we went around and we talked to each person and made some people cry. You know, good tears. Good tears. But like, you know, just be like, oh, like you did this, you improved this way. But, you know, how did you guys think the Jam Bar went this year?
0: I think it went really well. We have a lot of really big stories, like a lot of big stories. Yeah, t- it was a big news um, year so far. We were really relevant on campus, which is great. I agree. A lot of people, like, we were, we're not that, you know, office over in the walls of Collie. We're like an actual organization that does real cool things. Right. Which is, uh, I
1: think we did a good job showing that. I agree. Um, like I said in the meeting, you know, before I started this semester, because this is my first semester as well, I— um, i I knew the jam bar existed, and I knew there was a paper and you'd pick it up or whatever, but um this semester and this year going forward, the marketing has just been like through the roof, and that's just what from people have told me, not because I'm within the organization, mm-hmm. like people have said you know we saw this on the website actually and we saw this on twitter and you know you guys are doing a good job putting all this stuff out there and then the breaking news and then we got coverage on the local news channels you know more recently is just you know has has fueled the fire and i think a lot of people respect what you guys do more than you know we do especially on the news segment and um no i think it i think it has gone really 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 well
2: Yeah. And I think like I've been here for three years. Mm -hmm. This is my third year at the jam bar and it has completely changed in my eyes. Like it just feels like a much more collaborative environment. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, our social media platforms are amazing. Thanks to Brent. Thank you. Um, and just I really think that everyone is trying so hard to make sure to put out the best news and best coverage possible.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, I'm just so proud of everyone because I think every single person has grown in their own different ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I mean, just actually seeing the jam bars fly off the shelves on Thursday is something I'm not used to. Yes. Um, it's yeah, it's
0: sad. Like, it, I'm not kind of sad that we don't have a paper this week. I
3: know, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, I, better, I better email uh, Jim about oh, that yeah. be like, oh, better not publish. But, um, yeah, <laughs> no, I thought this semester went well. Like, I had a really rough semester. Like, you yeah, had trying... me, too. <laughs> we both did, right? So, oh, yeah. it was rough. But just,
4: like, learning <laughs> to, like,
3: balance everything at once and you know and i do a lot so besides the jam bar which is a full-time job technically at that university i also have another part-time job on top of like going to school full-time you know and having a dog and then at the time i had like a boyfriend so it's like a lot to juggle and then you know for sure you know but you know what we're here we're alive i made it and i did it uh you know and me being me you know the person who likes to go over the top with everything that i do and like is a perfectionist like i probably went in doing too much for this semester and like my goals but honestly I'm I we did everything I said we were gonna do which I'm like really proud of you know and like I couldn't have done it without any of you and everybody else Mm -hmm. in the GM bar and I'm so thankful for that yeah but I thought you know for the time constraints we were under and you know everything else I thought we did an amazing job for sure I agree I mean we're probably gonna slow it down next semester and probably not introduce as many new things But something you guys, you know, listeners should look out for is we are going to be starting two more podcasts here. That's right. Um, We're going to be starting a political one with me and Rachel. You know, we're political science minors, so, you know, we kind of have like a tiny bit of expertise. But we're going to be bringing in, you know, political guests, um, political activists, um, political leaders, um, politicians, you know, and, you know, all that stuff. Interview them, get, you know get the news on like what is political going on because sometimes i you know it gets too much for this show so
4: yeah you know
3: mm-hmm. and then you know i'm sure you guys are tired of talk- us talking about sports on here so we are also making a sports podcast yeah we are not sure exactly who's interested in doing that but you're definitely going to have a great group of people who are you know yeah. very well spoken and you know what they know about sports so that'll be really interesting I i'm excited for that th-
0: i think for the sports one it's going to be myself I believe Brian's really interested in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, if he's able to, I think he would he would like to. And then uh, Mark. Maybe me. Maybe Mark. And maybe who Morgan. Knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll take on a bunch of people. We'll have yeah. another three or four person show. I'd yeah. yeah. love to be on the sports show. I'll one. only
2: be there if you talk about the Steelers. Oh, get out of here. Peace geez. and love. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, at the end of the day, I just want to say that I'm so proud of our whole entire staff. Because I know that Morgan and I have had many countless sleepless nights. Along um, this semester, <laughs> and I know that everybody else has too, and that's just because we're very passionate about what we do. And yeah. like for me, I don't see my parents, I don't see my yeah. poor boyfriend, like <laughs> so. You know, I I really immerse myself in all of this, and I think all of us do. Mm. So oh, yeah, it's a testament to how much we really care. Yeah, for about. Sure. This organization and a lot
1: of that is behind the scenes, and that's why it's so good to see the paper and the websites getting so many hits and stuff because it, it it's a little bit of a reward for everything you guys do. Yeah, you know, and everything the staff does as a whole, and yeah, and thank I, you for
0: everybody that out that reads it. Yeah,
1: that's, for Yeah, sure. yeah. we forever. appreciate
2: you yeah. more than anything because we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. Yeah, we and pre- I'll say
1: this about the bosses sitting in the room, um, the communication. Is always has always, like, since I started, has been, like, top-notch. Like, you guys have communicated the message you want for the paper very clearly in a way that is responsive to everybody, and it's not just, like, a bullet point. Okay, do this, figure it out. You yeah. know, you guys have been open-door policy throughout the entire semester, one that I've used frequently. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, no, I mean, that's and that's just a testament to you guys and another reason why the paper's doing so well. well
3: thank Aww, you. Josh. Yeah, I'm really excited for next semester and, you know, what we can do, especially since we kind of have everything, like, implemented now so we can see fully yeah. how it, mm-hmm. like, pans and, out. But I'm excited.
1: And, you, and we've seen how the team works under pressure, as we did last week with the oh whole lockdown goodness. situation and yeah. how quick everything transpired. I mean, that was like a whirlwind. For you guys, I imagine, you know. Yeah, I mean, that immersed, was, you know, being a part of it. That was
2: the first time I've ever covered anything truly breaking. Um, there yeah. It had to be time stamps and everything. So that, whew, that was amazing. Yeah.
3: Uh, that was just crazy.
2: <laughs> Last week, I think, made me age about five years. So
3: <laughs> listen, these past couple of weeks, man, have been rough. <laughs> I but, you know, agree. it's like projects, and everybody gets this because there's mm-hmm. projects and papers and tests, too. I, I have a final today. today. Yeah. I have a final today. Have I studied for it? Absolutely yes, not. I
4: have. Oh. oh
3: I know. It's wow. perfect oh, for me. Jokes on you. Jokes on you, I have. <laughs> this oh, isn't normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not. You know me. I like to cram. Hey, listen. It, it's gotten me this far. Hey, right? Me hey, too. Hey, you the EIC. Yeah, it's gotten me this far. You don't study so you have to Just study. imagine if you studied. Like two minutes
1: before. You'd be like the president of the university.
3: I don't know hey Jimmy's got that till uh 2020 2020, he's got that locked up thank you Jimmy because uh
2: you'll be here until I graduate (laughs) that's (laughs) all I wanted (laughs) that's all I wanted
0: so yeah but um yeah, what other stories do we have to talk oh, about? Yeah, we can we talk about had, more, okay, some more you stuff. you
3: know, there's, it's been a really rough news week. It has. I don't know if you... Well, let's start with one from Cleveland. Okay, so um the, a police... It's from WFMJ. They published it, but it's technically from the AP. Um, the police issue warrants after a man's body was found under concrete.
4: Oh, my god! So um, oh my police have charged
3: three people with a murder in the connection to the death of a California man found buried under 20 pounds of concrete in Ohio. C- Cleveland.com reports police issued warrants for the three people who range in age from 22 to 26. A fourth person was arrested on an aggravated murder charge in March and pleaded not guilty. Sorry, that was my fault. Um, <laughs> that Come is on.
2: very, very sad. And I don't think I've ever heard anything like that. No, it's
0: like, it's like something like The Godfather, I was thinking. Yeah. Like somebody who's buried in concrete, excuse me. E-
3: Listen, I've seen it that reminds shows, me of a like,
1: mafia like, yeah, movie, yeah, man. yeah.
3: That's just. Crazy. I wonder how deep that concrete is. Twenty was. feet. That's twenty. No, feet. Oh my oh, gosh. Twenty, how? 20 how? pounds. What? Oh, oh, I don't know. Twenty feet. I was like, so how would you? That's do a how lot of concrete? concrete. Do they have? That's a lot of concrete. Like is it well, a business? Well, they said it was in. Hold on. Okay, no. The men are accused of shooting 41-year-old Nicholas Rowe, also known as Joshua Lucky, and burying him in the backyard of a vacant home in Cleveland.
1: Oh my gosh.
3: His body was found in November 2015, but they're just you know issuing warrants for the people now because they found um, blood and um, oh, a goodness. tracking device on the man's phone inside a car. So. Oh
0: yeah, it's especially young wow. you know, being the young sound people are like oh it's definitely got to be mafia. Well, it, well, it there's like been it, stuff
3: with the mafia in Cleveland with the yeah. Irish mafia. Yeah, you know, um, you know, like Danny Green and all that back in the 80s. Uh, you guys need to watch that movie, that movie on Netflix. That's a really good movie. What's the movie? Oh, it's called like The Irishman. Oh, it's so good. What's the movie at the end? They
1: um, it's like this older mafia movie, but it's like really well known, I guess. Um, they throw a vindicator.
3: Oh, um, that's at, um, like, the the Goodfellas. That's Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah, that's Goodfellas. yeah. I love
1: Goodfellas. Isn't that cool? That's
3: what my finals in today. Isn't that amazing? I'm taking a class on the organized crime in America. I'm jealous. And I think that's so. That sounds like such a wow. great class. Well, I mean, I'm Italian, so like already like, uh my family could possibly be in the mafia still, but. I was like, that's so interesting. Yeah,
1: Petronelli. Hmm. Right? Hmm. Wonder what mama white mama collar mia. crime she's in. <laughs> Mafia. Mama
3: none. She's in none, everyone. <laughs> no crime for me. <laughs> I will not be the news. I report the news.
1: That's right. That's
3: uh, dang right. What a clever cover up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly somebody who committed a crime would say. Hmm. Um,
1: guys, I got to leave early today. I'm just fine.
3: Oh. Okay, here's my globe. You better leave. All right. Um, no, okay. And if you guys haven't heard, unfortunately, there was a horrific house fire and josh i mean you can talk about this and if you was don't there if you're on not, the yeah. scene josh happened to be on the scene and covered this for wfmj at the time but josh do you want to give kind of like a little like backstory before i go into this section of it
1: yeah so um it was like 11:30, i guess the call came in and i actually hadn't gone in because i usually start at midnight but our producer called me she's like hey is there any way you can get here any quicker we have a fire there might be kids in there and there's nobody here so i'm like yeah i'll be right there you know so, we immediately go out, and Michelle Nix came with me. She was staying late, so she decided to come as well. And she's, like, the utmost professional, like, I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. Michelle's. Like, she just got there, did her thing. But when we got there, um, it was on Parkcliffe Avenue, and that is right off Indianola and 422 in mm-hmm. Youngstown. Yeah. So, um... <clears throat> I kid you not, like, I've gone on a decent amount of fires now, like, at work and stuff just overnight, and they're they're usually nothing, but this was, you knew it was something, because literally, the entire street was covered with police and fire vehicles. Mm -hmm. Like, it was insane how many vehicles were outside of this house. So, um, we kind of walked up, we were gonna go live, um, because our show was on late because of the football games, this was Sunday night. So, we were gonna go live, you know, breaking news, report it, but, um... We couldn't for obvious reasons because mm-hmm. there were, you know, it, it came out that there were people in there who died. Um, so what ended up happening was five children were killed. Mm-hmm. They were age nine. I believe it was. Um, maybe you can fact check me on this. Nine. I, it was, nine I think it was there was two
3: twins one-year-old twins. 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 Yep.
1: And I think it was four, three, and two one-year-olds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was very real. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad Michelle was there with me because she's seen,
4: she's seen a seen lot the worst, of – Yeah. She's, you know? I
1: mean she's been in this business for a long time, so she knows how to handle that kind of situation. But, yeah, I mean just getting footage of the house and, you know, you see the corner vans pull up and you know they're going to bring bodies out, which they did. And you know they were young children. Um, it was It was pretty emotional. I mean it was. It was very – real like I mean like very real like hit you in the face real that these things unfortunately happen.
2: and that fire was just so terrible because also two firefighters got Mm -hmm. injured one a ceiling fell on him yeah so So... one
1: I know got taken to St. Mm -hmm. um I think he's been released Mm -hmm. but yeah the chief firefighter um had talked to us and then he was going immediately to the hospital to see his firefighter And, um, yeah, it was crazy. It really was. And it just really, like, puts things in perspective. You know, I mean, we can complain about things and stuff like that. But, I mean, there are things like this that happen in the world. And so close to home is just, like, unreal.
3: What's amazing is, you know, Rachel and I were sitting together at my house. And, you know, the nightly news pops on from NBC. And, you know, this story pops up on there. And I'm like, wow, that is insane Mm -hmm. how it made national headlines. But... Yeah, that's just so sickening how it had to be kids, you know. And the mother, you know, um, reportedly jumped out the second story window. So, I mean, the flames must have been horrific. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of debate on, like, oh, like, I would have died for my kids, you know. Um, I would have ran through that house, but you know, we don't know the situation. Exactly. We don't know what happened. Maybe her whole room was engulfed in flames. Yeah. We don't know. If your whole room is engulfed in flames,
4: I mean, I mean there's nothing. You can't I mean, she, could do
1: have,
3: anything. she could have
1: woken up and just be like, Oh my god, and jumped out, you know. Yeah, she, and just I not
3: mean, even think about yeah. it. I mean, and we don't know. And you know, you don't know what you will do in a situation exactly. like that until you're it's in very it. True. Yeah, you know? and those
1: people saying that, well, you know, looking back, I'm sure that mother wished she did die because her five children are yeah. gone so I mean yeah, I
2: mean she's probably I'm not so saying she did the right inside. thing but I'm not saying
3: you know she did completely the wrong thing you know it's what was oh, it, right. just what yeah. happened yeah. you know it's just, yeah. and I mean it's really sickening like to think like that these you know kids lost their lives and they were so young and like they'll never like you know get to do a lot of stuff but You know, you you can't like judge this mother because you don't know, right? Exactly. You know, and these people commenting online on I would have died for my kids. You know, no,
2: you don't. You don't know that. You don't know the situation, and you can't judge that woman. She just went through the most horrific thing she will ever go through in her life.
1: Yeah, and none of the and you know none of those people would because I was looking through those comments too because I was following. Yeah, you know, because I was there and stuff. Yeah, and if they were, if any of those people were there, they you know they wouldn't dare say anything that the. you know some of the things they said on online and yeah. stuff. It's just, yeah. I've, I I've read
0: comments before of uh, stories like that twenty sevens posted. Some of them are the people and like the it's such stuff. a joke. Yeah, like why would you even say some of the stuff that you post on
1: that?
2: Because people have when they're online, they can say whatever they want because it's not That's face right. to face. That's right. Yeah,
3: it's just them being. Ig- it's ignorant. It's yeah. ignorant. Yeah. It's such but,
1: a serious situation, but I agree with you. Martin. Yeah,
3: for this week's story though, for, regarding this. Um, WKBN came out with an article, um, five is unfathomable, unfathom, oh, looking unfathomable. I, Thank you. Unfathomable. I cannot say that this morning. <laughs> uh, young son firefighters struggle to cope with children's death. Mm. You know, and they have a couple articles about this, about how, you know, you know, you know, like how you've talked about how Josh, like, you know, it's something like you don't see every day and you didn't wake up thinking you were going to see that at the end of the day. Um. You know, and how they're dealing with it because, you know, a lot of these fire- these first responders have children, you know, yeah. and the, having to, like, take these bodies out of that house, you know, and, like, put them to rest because, you know, it's horrible. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're thinking, wow, this could be my kid.
1: For sure. You know? And um, the firefighters we talked – or the chief we talked to mentioned that as well. He said, you know, th- and this is a relatively young crew who has young children.
4: Oh, And it's man. just –
1: it just gets in your mind, you know. And I'm not a father, and I can't, you know – I, you know, God bless the firefighters, yeah, too. Yeah, you know, I absolutely. mean,
3: imagine thinking this could be my kid as mm-hmm. yeah. you're yeah. doing that. Yeah. And here's a quote from it. Um, Fire Captain uh, Fred DeLuca for Youngstown. Um, he said, I've been to more fatal fires than I'd like to mention. This was a tough one. With how young the, ch- the kids were, I don't think anything can really prepare you for that. Mm hmm. Um, and then DeLuca said, "Him and his men in the ladder crew were the first ones to go inside the flame engulfed home." Um, and then he said, "While we were attempting to put out the fire, they were already already in the house, going up the stairs to the second floor, trying to rescue the children." Um, and then he also said, "Oh, sorry, ladder twenty four captain John Carbon said it was probably one of the hottest f- fires I've ever been to." So, yeah. You know, there's been a lot of, like, community, like, outspokenness. But, yeah, it's just a crazy situation. It's really sad that it happened. Yeah. And, it's like, and, it's horrible. You know,
1: on the flip side, there's also been a lot of community um, support. uprise and mm-hmm. support as well. Yeah, I was just well. going to mention so, that, Josh. Yeah. Um,
0: I, saw, I saw an ad on uh, 27. Like, they ran, like, a little commercial about people. There's, you're able to donate and mm-hmm. uh, give the family some money. and, yeah, and yeah, other
3: funerals with, and all yeah, that help that them with up,
2: everything. And people have been bringing, you know, bears. Messed, yeah.
1: And that's what's and, messed up is now this family and has to turn around and think of things like that, you know, paying for a funeral. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, you should never have to bury your kids before yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Especially all of them. It gets different when, like, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say it's not as bad. when You have to just bury one. But now you have none of them. Mm -hmm. None of them. This
2: poor woman, this poor family, they are going to need a lot of support
3: from this community.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's sad.
3: Well, on the other news, I don't know. Did we Have we talked about the Lordstown closing? I think we might have mentioned yeah, it before. Yeah, t- we talked we
4: about it. Yeah. Well, um,
3: UAW, which is United Auto Workers, uh, members packed into chambers as Warren Council stands um, by them. Um, so pretty much uh, more support is pouring in for the GM Lordstown plant, this time from local leaders and across the state. It mm-hmm. started with a proclamation from Warren City Council. Um, you know, and then all these members packed inside um, – the council chambers on wednesday night um hoping to see if they can work past march 1st it's when you know they are supposed to be idled you know which for some you know people who don't know it's kind of like they're losing their jobs but like it's kind of on hold you know and there's been talks of like Elon Musk taking it over but like that's just rumors right now right, he hasn't right. really said anything yeah. about it i mean there's possibilities that he could you know and build like tesla here or whatever i was just,
0: I was just about to say that how cool i mean i think it would be pretty cool to i have mean a tesla it's cool
3: plan. but i don't know if we are the right it's yeah. all market for it. Yeah. I mean, like you got to think, like you got he pretty much has to build a whole new facility. Yeah, you got to think about the time that takes.
4: Yeah,
3: I mean, but that is jobs of building that. Yeah, but then you know where are your auto workers going to go from the meantime? You know, that's over like what was it twelve hundred jobs from that yeah, alone. Yeah, but I know a few senators. I know Chair Brown, um, Rob Portman were supposed to meet with her. I know Tim Ryan met with the CEO. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Dewine was supposed to. You know, and talk about, you know, like, seeing if perhaps we can, you know, what, you know, is a smart move is to just keep the facility, you know, and um, see if they can produce one of the more electric cars is what, that's the whole purpose of, like, them moving out is because they figured out people aren't buying compact cars anymore. They're buying trucks and electric cars, and unfortunately, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of um, GM Facilities in Mexico and the U.S. Like for my instance, when I leased my car, the one of the first things my grandpa asked was, "You know, where was this car made in Ohio or Mexico?" And they're yeah. like, "Well, this one's from Mexico." He's like, "Okay, never mind." Yeah, you know, because it's like, I I get on the business side of things, I do get the move, yeah, because it's cheaper. In Mexico, oh, absolutely, you know, and it's yeah. it's the same thing with the China moves for business wise, you know, but morally and like politically wise. You know, you want things to stay in America. For sure. Yep. But unfortunately, you know, due to like, you know, like our wages and everything and our laws said, you know, it's a little, and like, especially with unions, you know,
4: mm-hmm.
3: in like, I'm not it's bashing not unions. It... It's just too expensive it's... for businesses to operate. It's like almost like a liability to have a business in the United States. Yeah. You know, because when you can, you know, in, even in business sides, like I said, if you compare the numbers and you look, oh, when I produce something in China, it's what, let's like, say, Twelve dollars cheaper than if I produce it in America, what are you going to go with right you're saving and, money and this is the worst yeah.
1: situation it can be because the jobs did start here and now they're now, now they're, they're to be well, taken away exactly. It's one thing to start over there or something and and but another thing is you know other countries use the United States for the same purposes you know it I think there's like a big misconception that it's just the United States shipping jobs overseas, but I mean they do the same thing yeah and it is unfortunate um in this case, I you know it's just with GM, it's just like
3: it's an American company. It's you know for it's and been were, for a long time,
1: and they've already been bailed out by America before. Yeah. Like that's the, the thing people by. are well, so
3: yeah. I know about. The, the the New York Times, and you you might have to go back and look for this one, but they did a really amazing and interesting article prior to the um the GM closures, um about how you know they compare. They looked at two workers. One woman from Mexico who is a GM worker and then one who, you know, just lost his job from GM, you know, at another facility because they, you know, were cutting back, the like, cutting, you know, cars there.
1: Like some of the shifts and yeah, stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. They're, like, cutting back shifts. And, you know, talking about, like, oh, like, this is how their lives are different. Like, oh, she's so excited, you know, like, to hop on the bus and, you know, go to work while this guy's, like, struggling to, like, you know. Pays rent and all that but you know you know they're both humans and you're like okay well this person that's great that that person has a job but like here in america you know this person doesn't you know and it was a really amazing article you guys you know go check that out but i've been calling this closure for months you know once they started get, once oh, they got rid sure. of once they got rid of first shift i knew i was like it's well, coming
1: and here's the, like you're right morgan and nobody really should and i say this as a person who doesn't have any family members in GM, and I, listen, I, someone's listening who has a family member in GM, like, I get it, how frustrating and upsetting and even demoralizing it can be. Like, okay, like, I'm not trying to, but in reality, it was coming. I mean, it was it coming. Was. They, they cut the first one, like you, you said, they cut the second one and the sales of the cruise were not here. No. They're not here. Everyone has a cruise. Okay? Especially
3: in this area. I have cruise. Yeah. I, I, I just got rid of one and I like my cruise, but I think it's a little too low to the ground. But I <laughs> overall, I like my cruise. I think it does yeah. nice get the job done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but
2: the people that have a cruise already have them, you yeah. know, and they're not going to buy another one
1: mostly. Yeah, the way, especially when they redesigned the cruise um, in 2016, mm-hmm. the, the version you and I had, Morgan, yeah. people bought those like crazy. And I read in consumer reports, their numbers literally skyrocketed. They were up 50%. Their sales from yeah. 15 to 16 because mm-hmm. of that redesign were up 50%. There is no way any business can sustain that much increase in sale because everyone has already bought the product. That's right.
3: Yeah. And especially in this area, how they run so many deals with the crews, you know. And But, you know,
0: they sell them too fast. <laughs> I don't understand
3: why you have to shut down all these facilities when you already have these facilities made. Like, why don't you just bring another car in? You know what I mean, because mm-hmm. yeah. it's already made for your company. You know, it's already has the machines that your company uses. Yeah, evidently, you know, if nothing's
0: working for them, might might as well bring another car. Might as
3: you, know? you know, and might as well just you know move another car there
1: or try it. I but mean, I
3: do get the point of like, oh, it's cheaper in Mexico, but you know, morally, you know, I have family members that you know used to work for GM. I know mm-hmm. people who have who currently work for GM and are about to lose their job. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's a really it was a really tough hit for this area. Oh, for And sure. I for am sure. curious to see if this, you know, CEO will uh decide to keep this facility. Personally, do I think she will? No, I think she's all talk, but that's me. I mean, that's my opinion. It's not like a news. Yeah.
1: Thing. I just I don't know. Thing, I don't see it happening just because like like we just like, said the decline the was started a year and a half ago with the first cut shift. You know, I don't know how, exactly how long ago that was, but it wasn't like a month ago. No. You yeah. know. It was a while
0: ago.
3: And and another thing, you know, a lot of people, you know, opinions aside about who runs this country, you know, whether you're Democrat or Republican, you know, and you're like, oh, like, you know, Donald Trump promised to like keep, you know, bring more jobs here, but with auto workers, blah blah, blah you know. Well, really, that's not up to him. No. He's mm-hmm. not CEO of of GM. GM. You know, yeah. he has no control. He can only do so many things. You know, he can only set so many tariffs. So, like, he set a steel tariff, which like. Yeah, the steel and aluminum yeah, tariffs yeah, really but,
2: did hurt that company. Though.
3: Yeah, and that really mm-hmm. hurt that company because then they have to import all that over, and it's expensive. So when why then that's why they keep those things over there because they don't have to import them.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And so it's just I, that's where people are like, oh, it's the president's fault. I'm like, well, you know, whether you like him or hate him, you know, you know, opinions aside, he really didn't do that one. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I know agree. politics is like a whole different <laughs> yeah. situation, sure. and it really hasn't been involved in this situation. It really was a business move from GM besides alone. Besides the
3: tariffs, besides well, the tariffs, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
1: which yeah. Caught,
0: it's like a domino effect. It's yeah, yeah it,
3: all... it, it definitely is. I
1: it just it pushed the
0: closing of the yeah. plant quicker. Yeah, I mean, it was going to happen. It
2: cost that company one billion dollars. Yeah, so oh, yeah, the that big, doesn't hit. that doesn't move you forward no. at all. Yeah,
1: not at all. Um, but also, you're seeing some of the push back locally like you mentioned earlier morgan too now like hopefully trying to yeah. get some sort of retribution or some middle ground. i'm just
2: curious to see how this will pan out i just hope that that building doesn't just turn into a, into a waste dead land you know yeah. that is yeah. such a great place to have something new now and they hopefully someone whether it be tesla even though it's all talk right now it, it needs to be filled it can't just sit there mm-hmm
1: I'm with you
3: on that. I agree. I just, well, on know. other news, um, so Michael Cohen, who you guys know was uh, Trump's personal lawyer, you know, we gotta update the people. You know, this is big news. Um, he was sentenced to three years in prison for um a ton of stuff for Trump. Pretty much, um, he pleaded guilty to nine federal charges of tax evasion, violating campaign finance laws, and lying to banks and to Congress. So he pretty much, mm. um facilitated and, you know, and just kind of covered up, like, all of the payments to um, Trump's, like, alleged affairs, um, you know, Trump hasn't, you know, confirmed or denied, the White House has not denied or confirmed yet. Um,
0: do you think, do you think Cohen was the fault guy?
3: Well, yes, they have, I mean, they, if they, if he's going to prison, they have, like, yeah. plausible like proof like it's in set in stone they're not just gonna send you to prison that quick just because they think they have an inkling of like what you did like like, oh no they hard right (laughs) i know i've heard like leaked audio of like conversations with like oh you want me to pay this person this much blah blah like trump's like yeah blah, blah blah like pay that person yeah pay him off so you know and then misappropriating funds for like campaigns like you know using that as payments for things so and i'm sure this was part of a plea deal yeah, I'm sure I imagine he cut a three years is not a lot for something like that, especially a line to Congress. not. So I'm sure he's in a plea deal with Mueller about this. Um, like I said, it's all coming up. It's something's big going to happen soon. I mean, yeah. he's, I mean, um, Mueller's gets... just playing a game of cat and mouse right now. He's just playing, and yeah. then you know eventually he's going to get the big fish, and we'll see who it's going to be if in the
0: end. Trump gets kicked out of office because of tax evasion. That's going to be funny. I think it'd be comical. It's, it's like it's like Al Capone getting arrested, which which actually happened. He got yeah. arrested for tax evasion. They got yeah. him on yeah. tax
3: fraud. I know.
2: Yeah, not even of for like, things, yeah. Like, like yeah.
1: Isn't that crazy? Cuz
3: it's the easiest so. to like
2: get yeah. somebody for, you know. Gotcha. It's I mean, up. this is I feel like this is just something that's going to keep unfolding. This oh, yeah. is just I know. one, the of, the one of the first the chapters, story. you know.
1: Just, I just hate, like I'm glad this was like the first step of something I, like real actually happened, you know. Yeah. I just hate how these things take so long. Like mm-hmm. I just hate hearing about it every single day Yeah, criminal you know? and legal proceedings are oh, not the quick. worst
0: oh no no they like they like to drag them out oh, yeah. it's, it's so job annoying. security for the no <laughs> <Hoo-hoo>. <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> genius. <laughs> it's genius it's <laughs> genius <laughs> no we should do we should drag this case it could take one day we should make it three weeks how's uh, that sound? now
2: morgan a quick question <laughs> yeah do you think that there's any possibility that trump could pardon him
0: oh like get him out of prison no, I
3: don't at this point, no, no. because mm-hmm. he's thrown Trump so under the bus that it would make yeah. Trump look really bad if he did. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, they already I mean Mueller I'm sure already has the information he needs. Mm-hmm. I mean if he's already going to jail he ha- he he has what he needs.
4: Yeah.
3: Um like I said, we'll see how it pans out. I am gonna read you guys the count so you know. Uh, count one through five brought by the Southern District um, is evasion of assessment of income tax liability for pleading guilty to failing to report more than $4 million in income from 2012 to 2016. So prior to the election. Count six, false statements to a bank for Cohen, Conan um, pleading guilty to understating debt from his taxi um, medallion business in the process of applying for a home equity line of credit with the bank. Count seven, causing an unful, unlawful corporation contribution for when he pleaded guilty to orchestrating a payment made by American media to Karen McDougal for her limited life story which if you guys don't know is the National Enquirer and how um the Nash um he paid like the National Enquirer to be, keep quiet about Karen McDougal's story you know which was like some actress or something I don't quote me on that I don't know that one but um how she had an alleged affair with Trump um, and the allegation that she had an affair um, with Donald Trump. then Wait. Yep. Oh,
1: No, finish. Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. I only have
3: two more. Count eight, excessive campaign contribution for when he pleaded guilty to make an excessive political contribution when he paid adult film actress Stephanie Clifford, a.k.a. Stormy Daniels, 130000 for her story and silence about Clifford's alleged affair with Donald Trump and then charge brought by Robert Mueller. Count one, false statements to Congress. For when Conan pleaded guilty to making false statements to Congress on August twenty eighth, two thousand seventeen, when he sent a two page letter to the Cong- to the Senate Select Committee, Committee of Intelligence, and the House of Representatives Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, as well as during testimony before Congress,
4: hmm.
1: was that business thing? It was like the second or third one you read that medallia thing or whatever, medallion, medallion. thing. Was that his business? Yes. Like, his personal, yes. his own thing? Yeah, he owns some, like... yeah, Cohen's business.
3: Yeah, Co- right. yeah, Cohen's business. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, he didn't... The whole... So, everything... That was, like,
3: avoiding, like, understating debt. So, like, he didn't yeah. see how oh, much yeah. debt he was in. Oh, yeah. For, like, That's that... That's a no-no. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh-huh. silly.
0: That was um, stupid. Um, Anything else you want to touch on before we wrap up?
3: Uh, yeah, I have this one more story. Okay. It's weird. Um, I'm, I'm going to, like, hit him really quick. Oh, so you're you, fine. Yeah, you're good. You're we fine. We got to go. Um, okay, so... U.S. Customs busts a traveler smuggling seventy live finches, which is birds, what? through JFK in hair rollers. That, that is th- very innovative. Is- um, there are here are the <laughs> pictures for you. I mean, the viewers can't see, but like they have them rubber band in rollers, and they have a mesh on the outside of the roller, and these finches are inside of them, which is like really sad. Oh, it's yeah. very very. How sad. did this guy think well, he's like like gonna why? get away with that? At least it has holes in it. <laughs> yeah, but like they're like all no. That's that is so crazy. messed up though. It is messed up. Like but you know the what the US was really worried about, like these animals was because of you know, the like the, the mm-hmm. avian flu or whatever yeah. from like these countries coming over. Mm-hmm. So they're now they're in quarantine. Well, um, also, first off, why finches chirp? It's not like yeah. this is something that
2: was going to be quietly done and concealed. That's what I mean. Like, like and when you have that many you?
1: in one suitcase, like obviously that many hair rollers is going to raise a red flag. Like, you yeah, you go,
0: don't. You have
1: to go you through have X-ray. To divvy it up
2: Yeah, I mean, come Man. on, they're gonna—they're probably like, what is this weird thing inside <laughs> of this hair roller?
0: Why is it moving? Right? Why are they all moving?
3: All right, next story. Um, if you guys don't know, That's El crazy. Chapo's is on trial right now. Oh boy. A boy, El Chapo. And, uh, you know, his wife came out and she said, I had no clue that, um El, you know, and El Chapo's former um, beauty queen wife breaks her silence in first in- interview in years to insist she never saw him do anything illegal uh, and that she had no clue what he was doing. And real, she had a, she has a dream of a peaceful life with her husband and twin daughters. Yeah, yeah. And that she didn't know anything about his illegal activities. But I'm like, come on. And that's he literally, going. like, ordered somebody to be killed because he didn't that person didn't shake his hand.
2: That's according to MSN dot com yeah 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 Yeah.
3: crazy 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 like
1: we haven't heard that story before oh I I had no I
3: had no idea next story (laughs) this is my we need a little good news that's right so a German chocolate factory spill makes for a sweet street
1: oh that was cool (laughs) so uh
3: yeah um yeah uh, firefighters in the world uh, town firefighters in the town of Wurl in western Germany I'm sorry I don't speak German forgive me tackle an unusual Right, <laughs> talk an unusual emergency on Monday when a tank at a local firm making liquid chocolate overflowed and poured out into the street. And then That's that crazy. is great. Imagine like waking up and smelling exactly. It smells like chocolate. The chocolate factory. Oh we dream. really.
2: It's
1: 2018, almost 2019. Can we make a chocolate factory already uh, somewhere right? in the world? Come on. Like a, Dis- a uh, listen. I know Disney can afford to do that. They should
2: definitely do it at Disney. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: Actually, they shouldn't because I can't afford to go to Disney, so they should do it in, like, Ohio. <laughs> I
2: was just looking <laughs> at prices for Disney, and it costs, like, $50 a it's, day it's if a you lot. go for seven days. That's oh. really not mm. bad. No, that's cheap. That's not, that
1: it's, is cheap. It's
2: cheap. It's cheaper go. It's usually go, over 100. It's cheaper to go, like, for more days than yeah, it but is for less.
1: is that just to get in, though? Yeah. Okay, so you still got to – you still hotel –
3: well, of course. Well, yeah. Just saying. All right, <laughs> and then on I to, want to our stay last in the story. Last story. <laughs> last story, I know I teased Josh about it. Um, the Oakland thing. The Oakland thing. So, Oakland, the city of Oakland, mm-hmm. you know, is suing the NFL and Raiders organization over the team's re- relocation to Las Vegas. Mind you, they haven't moved yet. When I went to Vegas this past November, they were just building the stadium.
4: stadium.
3: Mm-hmm. Um but they're moving that team. What are your guys' thoughts? Should so- they even sue?
1: I think wait, they're suing him they're There's suing su- based on what? Probably that they're monetary, moving yeah,
3: probably for monetary loss. It's a whole market.
1: So well, That's I That's taking
3: to- so much money out of the city. Yeah, but
1: yeah, but the owners have to the majority of the owners have to approve a move no matter what it is. So yeah. which as happens. far as which they did.
3: But I'm saying it's the city. Yeah, it's the city, it's city of officials,
0: Oakland, not the NFL.
1: It's yeah, the city it's not of Oakland. the NFL. I get it. I'm just saying. But from an NFL perspective and a Raider perspective, it's already been approved. It's been approved. Oh, they yeah, don't have hopefully. to do it. They oh, no. That, so that Sue doesn't have to threaten the one,
0: them. The one thing I have uh, an axe to grind about this, uh, the reason why Oakland's leaving, because they have one of the oldest stadiums in the entire yeah. NFL. The stadium was built in like the 60s. And but it, they, they don't want to rebuild and it. They pl- and they play baseball and football there. They play mm-hmm. two sports there, and the thing that really makes me mad—like a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was probably this week—the Oakland Athletics announced that they're getting a new baseball park. Mm.
3: Oh man! Oh, and I bet you they were so mad. That kind of happened in Columbus, if you guys didn't know about oh, the yeah, Columbus getting, Crew. Yeah, and how mm-hmm. they had you know really old stadium, but it was like one of the nicer MLS stadiums. Yeah. You know, for especially like the Columbus Crew is pretty big in Columbus. Yeah everywhere else in you know Ohio, eh? it depends but like honestly really like it there and you know they were also in a really outskirts location of columbus where it wasn't downtown so it's not in walking distance is you had to like it's over if anybody's been to an osu game it's like where the parking is like and you have to take a shuttle into osu so it's way out there
0: it is it's out in the boons
3: yeah um it's like matt free stadium you know and the owner's like well i'm gonna sell it to uh dallas you know, or like yeah, Texas. Go the Texas. Yeah, I'm gonna sell this team to Texas and bring this team to Texas if I don't get a prime location in Columbus, which, like, business wise, I get. Like, you're not making any money. You can't get any foot traffic.
1: Well, the big question with the Raiders thing is, and this I know this was a while back, so I don't remember. Did the city deny a new stadium? They did.
0: Okay, so, so then, then that's, that's their fault. Yeah, this is what I was about to say. Yeah. I was about to dig into this because, like, this whole thing makes me so angry. Because because what I wish I wish either the Raiders would go to L.A. or stay in Oakland. I don't want them going to Las Vegas. Well,
1: there's already two L.A. teams, so that was out.
0: I know, which it shouldn't have been. It should not have been the Chargers. It should have been the Raiders and the Rams. Mm-hmm. But I digress. That doesn't. That's not important yeah. in this situation. But the Raiders are like, hey, you got to build this new stadium. This thing's literally crumbling. It's like basically a big cinder block that we're playing mm-hmm. for. yeah they just found and rats baseball. in
1: the uh vending machines there yeah, last it's hor- week so it's horrendous yeah
0: and then like in the,
4: ci-
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the city of oakland literally they just built
0: the golden state warriors a new baseball I mean, basketball arena and they're building the new baseball stadium when did for the oracle's been there forever yeah it's both of them they're vote
1: they're both very old <laughs> buildings yeah, didn't you just say they built a new one
0: yeah, right next door, there's a new one. It's like it's about to be done. They're about to close Oracle, and they're going to be oh, – really? Oh, I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Look, where have I up. been? Yeah, dude. It's, uh, the whole building stadium things is like a weird thing that I really enjoy reading about. John Oliver has a really good YouTube video about it on – uh like last week tonight. I recommend well, listen, checking out.
1: Well, listen, this is Oakland's own fault then if they denied the stadium. It's the yeah. city's fault. So, it's the city's I mean, fault. how can you – I mean, I get why they're trying to sue it. Well, if that's that...
3: why Columbus was freaking out. Like, oh, we're about to lose like our one – like, soccer team in the whole yeah. of the state of Ohio. The one so and only actually, professional
1: sports team in Cleveland. Yeah, and, and then uh,
3: and then so they won, and they're getting a new stadium.
1: But see, the difference in market between Columbus and Oakland is Oakland is X miles away from 18 other different teams. Yeah. And they already, you know what I mean? Like, they already have baseball. Like c- competition. Columbus is different, and that's why they, they can Columbus, win a suit like if that. Columbus lost I think it's going to be way
3: bigger in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. The team. Well, 100%. That's why, oh, yeah. Oh, I just,
1: oh, my gosh. It's unreal.
3: Look how big the Knights are. Yeah. Look, 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 um, that market blew The only up. thing
1: the only thing that sucks is I will say Raiders fans are they're like Browns fans and how loyal different. they're they are to their team because their team has sucked for years. Now. They have like they haven't been good since the early '90s, and yeah, you know once Al Davis so, died, oh, I mean oh, then the it went all bad. <laughs> Although I do like the fact that, oh, does this mean Pittsburgh's going to start beating them on the road? Probably. Hey,
2: man. this is good. No, this it isn't. This is good. They um, should stay. The only thing I do feel <laughs> bad about is for, like, the local bars and yeah, Yeah, yes. the
1: entire city loses so much money when yeah. the professional right, sports right. team leaves. But Episode... those are also the people that didn't vote to build them a new stadium. Exactly. And you have exactly. to – And that's why the Browns left Cleveland how many years – Uh, in 95 – 96, mm-hmm. because Art Modell was pumping hundreds of millions of dollars into the city and yeah. into this organization was getting no help from the, the taxpayers. Thing, the one thing that bothers me about professional sports teams asking the city to the build them
0: stadiums is like, why doesn't the, the – the the team doesn't pay for anything. Literally, the well, city yeah. pays for it.
1: Uh, that's, and that's a, that's a fair it's, point. It's considered a, quote, yeah. public facility but also, at that time.
3: But also – that team brings in so much. Like teams can bring in yeah, so much revenue, and that's, the and that's why they affect.
1: And that's why they don't le- do the it. The
3: lo- like the loss of Donald, of not sorry, of LeBron James to Cleveland. It did. How much he he literally when he left, he sucked that money out of there. People are like, nah, Cleveland's gonna be all right. You know, we know we we got the Indians. You know we got this. No, listen, he it is dead downtown. He sucked the revenue out. Yeah because he's a money maker. Well, you know, yeah, people come yeah. from all over to see LeBron James. Yeah, but,
1: but here's your here's the thing too though is if the Cavs were only had 5 losses and 25 wins, it wouldn't that wouldn't be the case. It's just cuz they suck now. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They, I, well,
3: I mean, it's but also they don't have that motivating I group. Like, I agree. Because LeBron James was almost like a coach essentially come on he he ran that team
1: i agree but it it gets masked because they only have five wins like if the team was still relevant and was still good but do you
3: think so i think they still would have lost like if okay let's say they were doing good if they were still doing good i think that they would you know they would get some people back you know in the, the stadium but i don't think they'd be as big and popular as if you know, as if like LeBron James are still there. Yeah, but there.
1: those are two different things.
3: Because you do have your you have your um, ride or die LeBron fans fans wherever he goes they go. You know, people turn to Miami Heat fans and they turn to Cavs fans again. Now they're now they're Lakers fans. Like mm-hmm. I know a few people like that. You know, it's annoying, the but worst. it is. what It is. <laughs> the, in-
0: <laughs> but- the inflation on tickets when LeBron comes back to Cleveland like say from was in Miami or now in Las Vegas I you mean know, Las Vegas LA yeah. uh the money value on the tickets go up like yep. you could before you could buy yeah. like
1: you could buy uh yes but listen the money for in like 12 bucks. the money that the team and the city makes their money off is TV deals which is where the LeBron factor really plays mm-hmm. is because they don't have any yeah, national Cleveland, TV yeah, deals Cleveland's now Cleveland on national TV now correct really yeah. That's it's
3: only on Fox ticket, Sports, Ohio. Ticket, yeah. ticket, wow. bridge,
1: ticket sales are shared through the league, just like they it, are in the NFL. So ticket sales, they don't they're matter. relevant, but they're not near like, – you know what I mean? Like, so that's what I mean. Like, they, matter the to the
0: pub- they matter to the public when they bought the Yeah,
1: tickets. and that's why I say if the Cavs were – if they were like 30-2 and two or something and were doing really well even without LeBron, mm-hmm. that's why they'd be fine. They still get money from the Lakers on their ticket Where, sales. The um, organization, where it hurts the organization, is the TV deal. Well, it's yep. not
3: even, like, the whole organization. It's, like, all the downtown businesses right next yeah. to that. But, like, yeah. you know, it's a, it's it would be packed effect. because, they're, oh, we're watching mm-hmm. the game. And, mm-hmm. you know, now not so much. Like, I know, you know, thankfully, you know <laughs> the Browns are doing a little bit better, you know. And the Indians, we don't know where they are. They're even considering a trade Oof. with Trevor Bauer and Corey yeah. Kluber. I'm like, come on. Like, I
1: think their window's closed, <laughs> The window's closed. <laughs>
3: like, I don't know what they're th- – I mean, I don't know if they're trying to just build a new team. It's not like we're bad. Like, we literally won – like yeah. the um oh what is it al central yes again yeah and and they're gonna be like oh we need to trade our like top freaking pitchers like what especially kluber why i know he's he's a cy young award winner like what are you doing <laughs>
1: what are you Morgan's doing having a breakdown
3: Antonetti, her like, are on i can't, her head. I can't
4: just with him
3: together
1: girl get the together.
3: gms i can't it's so dumb
4: yeah, well, like we're
3: gonna rebuild the team. It's like, listen, I'm waiting for the day Francisco Lindor leaves. I'm like, when his contract's up, you, he's out. Oh he's my god, leave. he's not resigning. You're crazy if you think he's resigning. Think he's no, he's going to a bigger city. You think he's gonna stay in Cleveland? That's crazy. Uh-uh. Well, this when he is, has a chance, well, let me say he's gonna go to like. Oh, who's- and, who's
1: and if it's a clear conclusion and it's clearly leading up to the fact that he's gonna leave, they better trade him and get something for him then, right? Because if they do the same thing with like they did with Grady Sizemore like a long time ago, they should have traded him when he had value and they didn't, and he kept getting hurt and hurt and hurt. Yep. Ultimately, left and we got nothing. Well, it's so- like the whole
3: Derrick Rose situation was like you know, like oh, in his prime, and then you know, now he gets traded like a hot potato, yeah, you know, he's what on the Timberwolves now.
0: Derek Rose, yeah, he's yeah. he's playing pretty he, well. He, he, he's falling he's he's off
3: a You know, he, he had a rough he had a rough couple years. You know, yeah. but yeah. uh, I yeah, trade him when they have some sort of value. You know, you have to Which, if like, it's I a foregone
1: him, conclusion he's I, leaving, and the, like say the team is terrible, yeah, and it's like you know what, he's gonna go. We, I mean, you have to trade him. And and Francisco yeah. Lindor is a person you can get.
3: He's so good, but like a ton of stuff. But work. also, like if you know he's not gonna want to resign, yeah, then just get rid of him. Yeah. So on that
4: note, yeah.
3: I think it's time to go, guys. Yeah. Um, Everybody, have a great holiday. That's great. Also, also, I think we're going to be doing, I believe so. Not few, next. Not not the, next week.
1: Yeah. It's not next, next week Christmas. Christmas? Wait,
3: no. It's not next week. It's not Christmas. We can do it next week. Is next yeah. week Christmas? No, it's the week no. after. Okay, Man. so we're going to be having a show on next Thursday still. The 20th. But on... The okay. 24th, which is, oh, twenty fourth, which twenty seventh. Sorry, I'm blind. You guys know this. We are not going to have a show. Yeah. Okay, good. But I we're also take my not, dog not having a show day. on the third
2: because that's my birthday. I'm not coming here. <laughs> <It's>
1: okay, <boo. laughs> well, can't we have the show? With we now? can
2: have no, a yeah, show.
3: Yeah. We well, I won't be here. That's okay. Maybe <laughs> have a maybe, nice day.
0: Maybe Brian can fill in for you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe.
3: No. So yeah, just make sure you guys tune in next week. Even though we won't be having a um, paper go out, or you know, there's no school, we'll still be here. So uh, if you want to be updated, so yeah stay tuned.
0: Absolutely. Everybody, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. This is the Jamcast on Rookie Radio, Real College Radio. We'll catch you next week here on the show. Have a great week. Best of luck with your last couple of days of finals, and we'll catch us next week.